Uh, dear colleagues, this is quite an event. We're in Hodeida, Yemen today, and, and it's a dirty city, we can say that. Ravaged by war, people displaced, nobody looking after the city and the living environment, honestly. Garbage all over the place, plastic bags, it's unbelievable. And uh, today, at events like these, we create employment, we have people at work cleaning the streets, planting trees, uh, having a bit of fun in a UNEP, uh, UN uniform. This is very significant in a city like this because social life has almost disappeared. Uh, people are not at home, they don't feel... This is not the old Hodeida. And I believe uh, that uh, these kind of activities actually restore the dignity of the people. We saw that with, with, with everybody around us, including with the governor and with, with others, where the dynamics of society, we're trying to regain some of the confidence that people need to live in a country like Yemen. This is just small. Uh, we will be continuing these activities, of course, for, for quite a, for a number of months. And, and together with other activities of UNDP, we hope to, to increase the confidence of the people in Hodeida in the future of their city. Dear colleagues, this is Jan Thomas. For many years, five, six years, I've been writing weekly emails to the colleagues in UNDP country offices where I have been working. Those emails were very simple, a couple of bullet points, a bit of information, an attachment, a hyperlink, and of course always one beautiful picture. This podcast follows that format. Highlights of the week, a bit of information on UNDP, wherever I am, and I want to zoom in on one aspect of our work in every episode. After some 25 years in this organization and in development, I found that there are many things that we actually don't talk about. We don't find them in the lessons learned, in the evaluations, certainly not in any of UNDP's manuals. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to In Development. The sound quality of this podcast may not be the best. You hear the noise in the background. I'm on a boat, I'm on a ship in the port of Hodeida. The city of Hodeida at the moment doesn't have enough uh, beds, at least not safe beds as according to the UN. Uh, we're building guest houses, we're building offices, but for now the UN staff mostly is staying on a ship in the port of Hodeida. The ship is full of generators, ACs, engines, I don't know what. And there's not a place on the ship where you can sit in peace. So we started an employment program in uh, Hodeida. Employment programs have been with me for, for, for years, for decades. Because in fact they are the nicest, easiest, most appropriate programs in, in bad situations, particularly post-natural disaster and after conflict, during conflict. It's the temporary employment programs that UNDP tends to do that, uh, that we implement. What does that mean, temporary employment? For example, in the city today, it's not today because it's Eid holidays, but normally during this month, 2,000 people are at work on the roads, in the parks, on the sidewalks, cleaning, brushing, painting, 
uh, taking out the garbage and transforming the, the view of the city and bringing some life uh, to the population. While they're doing it, of course, they're getting paid. It's an employment program in which UNDP pays the salaries of the people that are, are, are working. In Hodeida, that's different for men and for women. The men do the work in the streets. I've seen women also with, with the shovels and the wheelbarrows, but um, mostly the women have, uh, ha are assigned to hygiene education, going to schools, going to working with kids about the virtues of, uh, of a clean city, about how to collect garbage, how to maybe recycle garbage, which is not quite the case yet in this city. Uh, but the women and men have different roles. Some 2,000 people on a daily basis. That's quite a number for a city like Hodeida. And over a month or so, a couple of months, I believe, that will have an impact on, on, on how the city, what the city looks like and uh, how, you, how you enjoy the city when you drive through it. So why we would be doing temporary employment programs in a, in a place like this? A place that is set by war, people have no income, cities are dirty because public services are hardly working. There's anyway very little work. So that sketches the background. Providing employment, even if temporary, can be very important for people to have cash in their pocket, to send the kids to school, to buy the backpack, the lunchbox, whatever it is that is needed, maybe books or pay for the transportation for, uh, for the kids to go to school and um, kids going to school just being an, an example, right? So these cash employment programs can be very important for the regeneration of the economy from a very, very low point. It, of course, applies to s only to situations where things are really bad. The moment things pick up, we would be doing different things. But... These are the simple programs that we can start with. I say simple, and I mean simple by, by design, right? Temporary employment, just getting people on the job, paying them their salaries, getting things cleaned. It's not very complicated, right? At least not in, in UNDP's uh, overall normal terminology. So these are simply, simple programs programmatically. But operationally, they're far from simple. Um, we're running these programs in very difficult circumstances, very often where there's no banking system, we don't know how to pay people, where there are no, I mean, the, the public services are disrupted. For example, you can collect the garbage, but where is the garbage going? Are there garbage trucks? Is there a landfill? Is there a way to recycle? Is there a way to do anything with that garbage? And then also, I mean, after a couple of days, the streets will be empty again, uh, dirty again, right? People are throwing things. I mean, there is very little care for public goods. The, t the streets are dirty, so why not throw in another plastic bags and throw your garbage just on the corner? So, programmatically simple, operationally complex. One of the examples there is the payment. How do you pay thousands of people uh, for the work that they have done without the banking system, without them having bank accounts, etc.? Very often that is complicated. And unless you have these things sorted out, you can't even run a program like that, right? If you don't know how to pay people after two weeks of hard work, 
you're 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 liable of th- making things really bad, right? Because then you have people in the street waiting for their salaries and not getting anything. So uh, operationally, it's these programs can be very demanding, and that is probably what attracts me into them because I I like the hands-on type of work, getting uh, payments going to thousands of people on a particular Friday is logistically and operationally a very challenging thing, and for some people, a very interesting to to dig into. Despite their limited nature, uh, these programs are actually very interesting. In the first place, they, they tend to restore the dignity of the people. People that are in such bad situations and very often uh, assisted by humanitarian programs where they actually hold up their hands and wait for a sack of rice, for a liter of oil, for sugar to be distributed to them. Earning money while working in itself is a very valuable thing for people. Now they come home they feed their family, they have something to, sp- to spend because they worked, because they earned it themselves. The dignity of the people is at the center of these programs. Secondly, also, very often these programs give a positive economic outlook in a very dire situation. Of course, nothing like economic revival, nothing like economic growth, no. Just the idea that the city again generates a normal income for people out of normal work. And of course, thirdly, these programs, while working, these people work, they do things, right? They, they generate public goods. Waste is being cleaned from the streets. Sidewalks are, are cleaned, painted very often. Trees are planted. It changes the atmosphere of the city. It changes the environment and it goes hand in hand with education, recycling sometimes, restoration of public services, and sometimes an agricultural stimulus. People can clear the lands together after which planting can start. So these programs are programmatically simple, operationally can be very complex, and they're also very promising because of the next steps. In themselves, they're not very sustainable, but the programs are very foundational for other things. Uh, Temporary employment programs have been giving rise to new programs, environmental programs, cleanup and recycling programs, skills development programs, business development programs, employment bureaus, small grants where people can start their own business, credits where people can expand their businesses. One good example is also the 3 by 6 method, where temporary employment is combined with skills development and business development. You earn money while you do street cleaning for three months. Part of your salary is set aside. With that part of your salary that UNDP then doubles, for example, you start your own business. Here in uh, Yemen, in Hodeida, was the first time that I actually r- rolled into a temporary employment program. I didn't have to do much. I mean, this office, this UNDP office in Yemen, has been doing temporary employment program at large scale nationally for many years. Uh, they even have developed a standard operating procedure on how to do it. 
which is extremely useful. So when I invited the colleagues to actually come to Hodeida and do that here, I saw it rolling out in front of my eyes without having to do much. It's great to see that UNDP has these signature services and they could potentially be rolled out to many different places in the world, of course with adjustments. Um, but th that knowledge and that documentation and those people who know these things are there. So in summary, temporary employment programs are very good in post-conflict and post-disaster situations immediately after the event. They provide salaries to poor people and get some things going in society that one can build on. They're programmatically simple, operationally very often complex, and they can give rise to next steps in many different directions. UNDP can build on these types of programs in its governance, uh, reconciliation, resilience, uh, environmental programming in years to come. So in that sense, they're very foundational. And the good news is, we know how to do them. Best regards from Hodeida. Later. <laughs>